Right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, worlds are at. Cheers. The worlds are at the uh, pointy end of the tournament now. Um, so it's been pretty crazy, pretty hectic. Uh, really, just MVG's been the standout player for the whole tournament. We've seen some good performances here and there, but a lot of it is um, pretty standard for professional darts. It's all been about timing and keeping cool under pressure. Martin Schindler, we saw him yet again really struggle. Just going to confirm my audio. We're all good. Yeah, Martin Schindler, he was in a good position at the Grand Slam there and fell apart, I think it was to Rob Cross. And we saw that again. He was in a really strong position against Michael Smith and sort of fell apart and had a really good good opportunity to take the bully boy down, but he wasn't, wasn't able to get the job done. Uh, but Gabriel Clemens, what else can we say? He's, I've always been a fan of his, and I think he's going to go a long way. He also, it's all been about timing for Gabriel up until this morning when he took out Gerwin Price. Most of what he's been doing has been about timing and just performing at the right time. All his stats measure up to his opponents, basically. His match against Jim Williams was fantastic, and he timed his run to perfection to get the job done. And then... I think it was early on. Willie O'Connor, he was just too good at the right time, so Willie O'Connor. And yeah, he, he's looked fantastic. Absolutely sensational. Michael Smith has gotten the job done. Once again against Martin Schindler, he timed his run to absolute perfection, so he's through the semis. Johnny Clayton was really good. Um, he just came undone against Dimitri Vandenberg. Once again, Dimitri wasn't outstandingly better. He was just better at the right times. But and a good run for Johnny, and yeah, he's now out, but just a good performance for him. He kind of needed it. Been a little bit off the boil, but um, yeah. So, who are our semi-finalists? Michael Van Gerwen's been the standout. Chris Dobie couldn't get anywhere near him. He's going to be playing Dimitri Vandenberg. Uh, that's going to be entertaining, I reckon. Um, I don't see a way that Dimitri Vandenberg can get past Michael Van Gerwen. I think Dimitri's a good player, solid player. Um, he can slow others down a little bit with a little, his little knick-knacky stuff that he does and the, the temperament and the way he plays, but I don't see it being an issue for Michael Van Gerwen. Michael Van Gerwen had an absolute cracker against Mencha Sulovic, averaged 107, and if there's ever a player that momentum and rhythm and all that is going to affect you, it's a game against Mencha Sulovic, and MVG came through that with a 107 average, I think, so that is definitely not going to be an issue for Michael Van Gerwen in the semi-final. The other semi-final is Michael Smith versus Gabriel Clemens. Um, yeah, oh, that also, I only see this going one way. I think for some reason, I just, not for some reason, I love Gabriel Clemens, and that's why I'm tipping him to get through that one. I just think he's played some of the best darts this tournament. Michael Smith hasn't been anywhere near his own standard self. I think coming into the round four match, I know his first match against Rafferty was over in nine legs. But he hit 83 180s last year and set a record beating Gary Anderson 76, I think it was, back in 2015. Yeah, 83 180s. He was only at like 10 or something by that time. I know he's upped it a bit from there. But yeah, he just hasn't quite played to the standard that Bully Boy can. Um, just doesn't quite look as on it, as accurate. I wouldn't say as on it because he's definitely there. He's definitely playing well. Just not quite as damaging. And I think Gabriel Clemens has got the game to take him all the way. And I, I still have 
the firm beliefs that Michael Van Gerwen will win the whole thing. I won't do another show before then. I might sing on a little bit, but I'm um, pretty busy and chaotic where I am at the moment. So we're, I'm going to go with a f probably their first to six sets, the semifinals. I'm going to go 6-3 MVG over Dimitri and 6-4 Gabriel Clemens over Michael Smith, setting up a Netherlands versus German. He's the first German through to the semifinals uh, of a PDC major, I think. Definitely the world's. Um, so that's absolutely sensational and well done to him. It's just, it's fantastic. And the growth of the game is coming through in leaps and bounds. And darts is in a fantastic place as it is, I think. It was kind of looking a lot like we were going to have seeds number one, three, four, and maybe Johnny at seven going through, but that didn't happen. So now you've got seeds three, four, I think, Dimitri's 15 and Gabriel Clemens is about 29. So that's where the world's at. Is Dimitri Vandenberg the 15th ranked player in the world at the moment? Going by this year? No, he's not. He's had some peaks and troughs, but he was also probably one of the informed players in the planet. Once those World Series events came to town, he came along and he just dominated them. Uh, and Gabriel Clemens, I believe, is definitely not the 29th ranked player in the world. He is a top 16 player. I'm pretty sure this run will hopefully and should scoot him right up there and it's going to be a big year for Gabriel Clemens and we're going to do a show after the Worlds talking about a lot of that and I'll go a bit more in depth about Gabriel Clemens because he's on my radar for big years to come there's quite a few players but Gabriel Clemens one of those guys um, so yeah and then the final I think you're looking at a, probably a, I'm going 7-4 Michael Van Gerwen maybe even 7-3 7-2 I think he's just going to be far too good for the rest of the field. So he's going to take care of Demetri, and even if it is Michael Smith, I think he's going to take care of him there. So still MVG for the tournament. My semi-final picks weren't quite there. I think I had Gaz versus MVG. Gaz got nowhere near it. And then the other side of the draw, I had Gerwin Price versus, I think, Damon Hedder. Damon Hedder got nowhere near it. Um, that's We haven't covered his performance since then. I mean, very disappointed that he didn't do well, like he's a superstar and he's had a great year. He'd be more disappointed than any of us Australian following Australian darts players following him. But it's, a, it's kind of, I don't know if it's the big stage. I don't think it is. I think it's Joe Cullen. I think Joe Cullen's just got his number at the moment. He's had a few mishaps against Joe. Um, the World Series, Joe took care of him. The World Match Play, Joe took care of him. I think Joe Cullen's just got his number at the moment and it's just not coming up. For Damon Hedder at the moment, he's another one that will be on the radar for big years four. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. And he's still, he's got a, long, a lot of time over there in England to just cement how good he is and push on. So yeah. the other issue we will talk about is going to be Gerwin Price. Now, I know I talk about it a lot, but there's a lot of backlash for He's commented on Instagram about not playing at the Worlds anymore. Um, I think you're almost, as much as I don't want to because he's a superstar, you're probably going to see him, if it continues the way it is, he'll probably drop off altogether. He's doing well. He's done well. He's doing very well outside of darts anyway. He's more than likely not going to continue playing if he's going to cop crap like that all the time. Like to wear head, earmuffs on stage is, is next level. Um, it's not super strange. In the world of darts, I know a lot of people kicked up a stink about rules should be you couldn't, you can't wear headphones. They weren't headphones, they were earmuffs. So they just muffled the sound. There's nothing going on inside the head there. 
Mervyn King's been wearing them for yonks on stage. Uh, he's copped a lot of, not hatred, but a lot of dislike in his time. And he wears little insert earmuffs so you see him take them off after basically every game on the stage he plays. So it's not that strange to see him happening. Uh, you also get a lot of comments like, oh, he's, he riles the crowd up. What does he expect once if he's going to give him, do the DJ sign and say, I can't hear you when I've got the earmuffs on? He cops boost from the walk-on. So anyone that's saying he's deserving it, maybe his behavior early on in his career, but let's get over that and focus on how much of a gun he is. And during the matches, he's definitely not eating it on. He celebrates when he hits a big score. He hits a big finish. I love watching it when he gets up and about. And I love watching other players do it. Michael Van Gerwen. I love some of Michael Smith's reactions when he hits a big score because they come in when he does a more, mainly a big finish because they just come out of nowhere because he doesn't do it. Johnny Clayton, I love the camera point that he does because it's awesome to watch. Watching people celebrate doing things that we can't do, I like to watch it and it definitely doesn't rile me up. So as I said, it's, all, it's already there. A lot of the people that are there booing probably don't even dislike him. They might have never even seen him play darts. They're at the darts for a bit of fun. They hear the booing, they go along with it. That's human nature. And it starts from the walk-on, so there's, it's nothing to do with each individual match. It's coming from previous, which is a bit bit sad, because if we if we boo him off out of darts, then we're not going to see an absolute superstar take to the hockey and create some of the best matches ever seen. We saw the two-dart, two-nine-dart night in the Premier League. He's won the Grand Slam in the canter a few times. He's a superstar. And we want to see them playing darts consistently. So it's also a big year for him next year, whether he continues on or whether he lets it go and it does it a bit more part-time, kind of like Gary Anderson does. Or maybe he just plays the floor tournaments and the Euro Tours where Euro European crowds are a bit, bit more friendly. They do get a little bit of whistling over there, but a bit more friendly. Um, the floor tournaments don't have any crowds and there's a lot of money to be won there. There's 30 events with 12K on the line. Quick maths, that's 300-something thousand if you... 340-something thousand if you win every single one of those. And if anyone's going to win multiple, multiple ones of them, it's going price, especially if he's only playing them and only focusing on them. Will the PDC allow him to do that? I doubt it. He is a draw card. Um, someone said the fans make the sport. I think we've had this conversation on there. It doesn't give you the right to abuse and belittle people. Some of the comments he cops are quite disgusting. Um, yeah, but there's, there's no reason to abuse people and believe them. You pay money, it doesn't mean that you can assault them or do whatever you want to people. And the people that are doing it, that's 3,000 people. 3,000 people who's played five games, what's that, 15, not even five games, so he's played a round two game, round three, round four, quarter. Four games, 3,000 people, that's 12,000 people, they're paying $100 a ticket. That's what, 120,000? Um, so that doesn't quite make sense. That's 120,000 is not what's going to support it. The money comes from people tuning in to watch it and TV stations wanting to pay that money and sponsorships. The fans there physically booing you is absolutely nothing to do with the money, that revenue that sports gets. That's probably one of the least factors that bring money in is actual live attendance. It's there to create an environment and it's there so people can have a blast and all that, all that that does is make the coverage better with crowd noise. The money is not is elsewhere. So there's quite a few issues and areas where the people that just dislike him for the sake of disliking him try to bring it up. At the end of the day, he's a superstar. He's a world champion. He's a Grand Slam champion. I think he's won a few other things as well. He's a superstar. Um, we'll probably wrap it up there. That's 11 minutes. We are trying to keep him shorter and sharper. 
there will be more episodes weekly coming up. We'll probably do two to three a week rather than one big long one. Um, but so yeah, tomorrow night, tomorrow morning for us, tonight for them, uh, the semi-finals are on. Uh, watch for a big performance from Gabriel Clemens and Michael Van Gerwen. That's what I'm tipping into the next day, January 3rd, I believe, in England, which means morning to January 4th for me. And us here in Australia, we have the World Darts Final, the biggest day, biggest match of the calendar, and it's happening early, Jan. It's fantastic. Michael Van Gerwen for the World Championships. Would I love to see Gabriel Clemens do it? You betcha I would. Um, so let's just see what happens. Thanks, guys.